0: Welcome everyone to Ad Heart Calls, Inspiring Forward Movement and Heart-Powered Intention. I'm Deborah Rosman, your host, and our topic this month of February, Heart Month, is called Ad Heart to Care and Connection. You know, despite what it looks like on the news every evening, of all the challenges happening in the world and all the polarization and division... The desire for more caring and cooperative interaction is really on the rise throughout the world, and that's that's so hopeful. And part of it is the stress and chaos. People are having to go within more, as we see being put on pause during the pandemic. More people are asking, "What's important? You know, what what do I value in life?" And coming to understanding. And it's really highly intelligent for us to learn how to get along with each other and cooperate and how important compassion is. Everyone is going through something. So the old saying, which is just as valid today as ever, maybe more so, is making a commitment to treat each other as we would like to be treated and the qualities of the heart, deeper care, compassion, kindness, cooperation. They're not just words, or they're not just sweet things to do. They're powerful energies that are aspects of love that really connect us to our own hearts and to each other. So February Heart Month is time for us to make that extra commitment to connect with our heart. And as more genuine care streams through our interactions, it really helps release repressed energies from traumas and separations from the past and provides hope for new solutions. So my guest this month for our Ad Heart call is Claudia Wells. Claudia is the chairman of the Institute of Noetic Sciences. She's been a long-time dear friend. And the Institute of Noetic Sciences has been researching, similar to HeartMath Institute, a lot of important aspects of consciousness. And this whole new global heart energetic movement we feel towards deeper care and connection, I'm sure Claudia has a real interesting perspective on it. Let me get a drink of water. (laughs) Claudia, hello. Welcome. Hi, Debbie. Um, Can you share a little bit how you see this global heart energetic movement towards deeper care and connection?
1: yeah yes, I really appreciated your opening, and I really appreciate being here with you today. Thank you for inviting me. Um, I know you know, and I expect that your listeners will probably expect that I feel the same as you do, um that despite all these global appearances of division, there's a profound movement that's happening beneath the surface that's bringing in a new frequency of not the normal kind of love and care and compassion that gets talked about, but more of an unconditional love and compassion, a more resilient love and compassion Mm -hmm. for ourselves, for humanity, for our world, for all of life. And and I would like to share, just to start, a perspective that was really um, life-changing for me, kind of life-saving for me. You know, Debbie, that I've been a longtime student of Conscious Evolution, And through that, I learned that in evolutionary biology, crisis is an evolutionary driver. It's a signal that incremental change isn't enough anymore to transcend the limitations that any system is experiencing. Parenthetically, I believe on some level we're actually participating in manifesting these crises, these limitations, so that we can use them for our own evolution. But either way... Um, they are extremely powerful. And I take further inspiration from another thing that I learned from conscious evolution that I've really looked into, and it's the work of physical chemist Ilya Prigogine. And I know that Roland mentioned this on your last call with him, which I was excited about, because he demonstrated that Okay, it was in thermodynamics, which is the branch of science that deals with the relationship between all forms of energy. But he demonstrated that when you have a complex system that's far from equilibrium, as our world is now, small islands of coherence can shift that entire system to a higher order because it's coherence that creates order out of complexity instead of chaos. And of course, chaos still has a role to play because it destabilizes the system in the first place so that we can evolve it. But if we want to use that opportunity for evolution, we need those islands of coherence that form around the new energies and that precede the new physical manifestation. And I've learned from (laughs) HeartMath over the decades that there's no more causal form of coherence than the coherence within our own hearts. And so I've been working on helping create those islands of heart coherence for the last couple of decades. You sure have. I love that. You said it
0: so clearly and just underlining that somehow we create for ourselves and obviously for our society and for our planet, too, personal, social, and global crises to enable us to have some kind of real shift in evolution to, you know, wake up to a whole nother level. And that is what we see happening now. And, of course, it can look real dark if you're on the side of it that is depressed or gloomy. But if you open the heart, the opportunity to see with new eyes what's happening in the changes is very exciting. You know, each week, Claudia, I receive emails literally every week from different groups groups I've never heard of, across the world, inviting me to participate in a global meditation on love or a tele-summit on love, and they all talk about a growing global movement that's empowering people to connect with their own hearts. And the last one I got was from Bosnia, and I Mm -hmm. got one from Hungary and as well as parts of Asia, and it's so inspiring that people want to connect with their hearts more deeply in the hearts of others and add more heart to the world, which is what these calls are. And I wondered if you could tell us how you see your current work at IONS contributing to this, what you personally do, and also I know you're involved in the Global Coherence Pulse, which is very exciting. Can you talk
1: about all that? Sure. Well, maybe I'll take them one at a time and then invite you to um, ask any questions or reflect on it. But I love that you focused on the, the... Invitations that you're getting from around the world because the first one that I'd like to share is kind of from out of this world because it is um, the opportunity to leverage an existing movement that's related to both ions and heart mass. And um, it is something that's called the overview perspective, which I consider one of those restorative heart qualities that you talk about on these calls. And the overview perspective is the shift in perspective that happens to many astronauts when they see Earth from space. So living on Earth's surface, as we do, we see all this division and incoherence, and that all seems very real. But from the lens of space, we see another reality. There are no borders that separate states and nations. There are no lines that separate cultures and races. There's just one living organism with this thin layer of atmosphere protecting us from the harshness of space, and it's a a change of perspective that has changed lives because it makes clear that we're all in this together, like in one moment that clarity is received, and the original inspiration for this concept was the founder of IONS, the Institute of Noetic Sciences, who was Apollo 14 astronaut and sixth man to walk on the moon, Edgar Mitchell, and who had an epiphany in space that was termed by those who studied it as the overview effect. And in Edgar's case, he had a profound epiphany of oneness that was prompted by looking out the window of his spacecraft on his way back from the moon, and during which he saw things in their separateness, but experienced them in their unity. And Debbie, we know this is the same thing that can happen to us when we're in a heart-coherent phase. And as with heart coherence, It happened to Ed when he was in a non-goal-oriented state, you know, gazing out the window. And it was accompanied by feelings of awe and reverence. So bringing the overview effect down to Earth, which is the name of this movement, to me is really about leveraging the excitement that's there by bringing the awareness of heart coherence to it. Because while the overview perspective that we get from going to space is a powerful catalyst for oneness perspective. We don't have to go to space, right? Those of us who practice heart coherence knows that whether we we look outside ourselves or within ourselves, whether we look down on our planet or up at the stars, there's an inner view that provides the same oneness perspective as the overview, and that's profoundly catalyzed by heart coherence. Um, The last thing I would share on that is that the one thing that Ed didn't talk about publicly a lot, but that I do Um, because he shared this with me, was that his epiphany showed him that what he called agape love, and what others call unconditional love, is the organizing principle of the entire universe. And of course, HeartMath has demonstrated heart coherence is the organizing principle in our bodies. GCI is working to demonstrate that it's the organizing principle in our manifest world. Um, But when we talk about expanded concepts of love movements of greater care and compassion you know love 2.0 or love 3.0 love is the organizing principle of the entire universe to me is like love infinity <laughs> point oh. and when we can embody that love i i think we'll have made it
0: mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> what else is there you know that's
0: what all the great religions, that's what pe- people know this in their hearts. They know this somewhere in their cells. They made their DNA programming. Um, that it has to do with love and a love that transcends personality or preferences. But being able to practice it, being able to really pull it off, so to speak, has been really a challenge for people even who believe in it and every Sunday go to church and talk about it. One thing Roland and I talked about at the last call is, and we're going to be talking about this more and more, is how we can accelerate the realization and the ability to practice care, compassion, connection, love, by enhancing coherence in the field, the energetic field. And I know that's very much part of what the Global Coherence Pulse is about. Can you tell us about what's going on there?
1: Yes. Thank you, Debbie. Well, this is another source of leverage. Um, I call it the, we're leveraging the subtle activism or spiritual activism communities. These are the ones that recognize that the most essential contribution any one of us can make right now is shifting this field to help create a tipping point in consciousness toward greater love and compassion. And, um, this isn't new. Many efforts have been made over the decades to do it and to even to study the effects of like these mass meditations. And there have been many encouraging results over the years, but there's still a lot to learn. So through a social and scientific collaboration that we're calling the Global Coherence Pulse, we're bringing together an aligned network of networks, including HeartMath and GCI, including IONS, the Resonance Science Foundation, which is Nassim Harriman's organization, Unify, which is a social media group um, that's doing great work, and a growing list of others, to practice the art and science of heart coherence toward creating a, a combined pulse of heart energy that could be significant enough that we might observe correlations between our pulses and the various measurement instruments that have been developed. And I know you know this, but for um, the listeners today, these instruments are basically designed to help demonstrate that there's a direct relationship between our inner and outer worlds, something our current scientific paradigm doesn't acknowledge. And so that includes GCI's magnetometers. Can we find evidence of our coherence reflected in earth field fluctuations? It includes the Global Consciousness Project, which is now a part of GCI, and their global network of random number generators that have demonstrated over the decades things like collective love and compassion correlates with greater effects on these physical devices than collective expressions of fear. And in the near future, including social metrics, so do we see cultural evidence of increased care, compassion, and resilience that correlate with our pulses, and finally, GCI is developing a network of tree sensors, which I'm so excited about because it's, what I see is that it's meant to give voice to nature by exploring if the electrical potentials of trees respond to mass coherence building events. And I just feel like, you know, once we have all those pieces, it will be very hard to argue that the effect's not real. But what the Pulse intends to do, besides adding to the the heart coherence in the field, which GCI community and others are already doing an amazing job of that, we want to help reach outside the current choir and just keep expanding it. And then by bringing a focus on these measurable um, heart coherence uh, measures to this expanding choir, help science tell a new story beyond the current scientific materialist Paradigm that's based in a belief in separation, that's based in the belief that only the physical manifest universe is real. Because as we're seeing, um, and this is really the most exciting thing for me, because of the pioneering efforts f- of so many for so long, that scientific paradigm is starting to get so many cracks in it. It's like the, the light that's pouring in. Revealing our fundamental oneness is becoming impossible for the dominant scientific paradigm to ignore. It's like that, um, oh gosh, all of a sudden, I can't remember his name. Um, the artist singer who has that song that says, um, Ring the bells that still will ring, forget your perfect offering. There is a crack in everything. That's mm. how the light gets in.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: like the light is coming into this new um, paradigm. I'll think of his name while, while, we're, while we continue to talk. But that's basically you know, what it, it is.
0: It, it is really exciting. I was reading in Scientific American. Sometimes I'll read that, even though I don't understand everything in it, just because it kind of has some of the new things in physics that people are talking about that that actually are unexplainable without going into consciousness or another dimension. And I was reading something that was just indicating how, you know, subatomic particles quarks and these you know just kind of appear and disappear it's like they get created and they get uncreated and nobody knows where they come from or where they're going to and yet we one of the physicists was suggesting that there is something beyond the traditional laws of physics and a law it's got to point to something that is another reality another dimension. And that is so new for some conservative magazine to even hint at. So I do agree with you that all of these things are coming together. And for those of our listeners who don't know what GCI is, the Global Coherence Initiative, that is a scientific initiative sponsored by the HeartMath Institute to really research the effects of human consciousness on the Earth's fields and the effects of the Earth's fields on our consciousness. And Claudia was mentioning the tree research. We're looking at the electrical potentials of trees, and that's connection with consciousness as well. How we're all really connected. It's part of the interconnectivity research that Roland was talking about at our last call. But you know, so much of everything we're talking about comes back to the individual practice, what we do, our choices moment to moment they collectively, of all 7 billion of us, affect the field. And yes, heart coherence appears to have a stronger effect on the field, thank goodness, than fear. But it's up to us and our choices, moment to moment, what we do and our ability to consciously, intentionally just practice radiating or broadcasting love the best we can, not trying to be perfect but just doing that with care and intention is something we're starting to research at the HeartMath Institute, and it's something that we just know if we could create a movement of people doing that, just broadcasting radiating love into the energetic and field environment to create more care and connection in your personal life. It will help the planet at the same time. And one of the things research has shown is the practice of radiating love from the heart is what generates coherence, heart coherence. That signals the brain to go clearer, be synchronized, become more coherent. And that really helps us to clear clouded discernment, make better choices, reason better. It really helps us to be more intelligent, actually. People used to call it emotional intelligence. We call it heart intelligence now because the research is indicating that It starts with heart coherence, coherence in the heart rhythm that creates coherence throughout the human system, the brain and nervous system. So back to practicing love, back to what all the ancients have said. Practice replacing judgments with love or qualities of love, like compassion, care, kindness. And that changes not only how we feel, but how we perceive. It creates more of an energetic environment that helps others feel more at ease, makes it easier for them to access their hearts and experience deeper resonance. I mean, the practicality of broadcasting love is really, really exciting. So all of us at HeartMath, we've made a commitment, all of us who work here, to really, as often as we can remember, to just shift to the heart, and activate a feeling of love or appreciation or compassion for someone or something we care about and just radiate that heart quality through our body, through all the cells, to each other, and out into the field, to the world, and really see what that does for us in health and perceptions and wellness, but also each other in our workplaces and hopefully be able to measure it as well with the monitoring systems. So I encourage everyone that's listening to this, especially through Heart Month in February, but any time, practice focusing in your heart, radiating love, and add that as your heart power to your collective intention, personal intention and collective of the people that you uh, live with, work with. So, you know, like Claudia was saying, the the science on the effectiveness of collective heart power It's still really in its early stages, but because of the increasing stress on the planet, more and more people are realizing, what else is there? Let's practice that. There's a desperate need for solutions, personally, socially, globally, that the mind by itself, without the heart, really can't deliver. So with that, I'm going to invite everyone, let's do our heart meditation together. And we, in each Ad Heart Call, we do a heart meditation to add heart power to a collective heart-focused intention. And our intention this month is to create more care and connection and create a reservoir as we do this into the field of coherent heart energy that we can each tap back into, draw on whenever we need to during that month. <clears throat> so let's start together. Focus on your heart, you can close your eyes, relax, shift within, and just focus on your heart. And just breathe in a feeling of love or appreciation that you have for someone or something you care about. And just know that doing this genuinely creates heart energy that increases and reinforces the effectiveness of your heart-powered intention. Increases the coherence in your system. As you continue breathing in this feeling of love or appreciation, feel your heart connecting with people across the planet who, in their own way, are broadcasting love, radiating care and compassion to others and into the energetic field, and see this strengthening and empowering the vibration of care and connection. And see that helping to reduce collective stress and suffering. And now let's radiate that collective love and compassion into the energetic field and see it helping to actually dissolve separation, fear, and divisiveness. See that heart energy helping people and leaders have more care and connection and cooperation. Now let's each of us personally commit to adding heart to our care, adding more heart to deeper care and connection with people in our lives. Maybe people who you've put some distance, which we call arm's length, between yourself and them because of some interaction that didn't go so well. See yourself committing to adding heart, even just sending heart energy to help dissolve that separation and have more compassion for ourselves and each other, for whatever people are going through, because right now everybody is going through a lot of shift and change and challenge, so let's each commit to adding heart to that deeper care and connection. And now let's close this heart meditation by just going deeper in the heart and broadcasting and radiating our love, our unconditional love, into the energetic field of a planet. And have the intention as you do that of creating a reservoir of collective heart energy that any one of us can draw on as needed during the next month to help raise our personal vibration and enhance the planetary vibration. Thank you so much for sharing that heart meditation with me. And as I did in the last month's call, I want to again invite each of you to attend our first virtual HeartMath Institute Global Coherence Initiative event called Redirecting Planetary Consciousness Towards Harmonious Solutions, Experiencing Change with More Compassionate Care, Personal Balance and Resilience. And this will be March 26th to 28th, all virtual, Friday to Sunday from 9 to 1.30 Pacific Time. And it will be led by Roland McCready, Howard Martin, myself, with guest speakers that include Claudia, the Chairman of IONS, Greg Braden, and James Miles, all of whom have been guests on these Ad Heart Calls. So we're going to have a wonderful time in the heart together, going deeper together, exploring together. So to learn more or register, just go to heartmath.com forward slash GCI event or heartmath.org forward slash GCI event. Claudia, any last
1: words for us? <laughs> just that it was Leonard Cohen, his song, Anthem that talks about the cracks where the light gets in. So I was feeling so much gratitude for those cracks in my own life, however inconvenient for all the light that they bring in. And I was feeling so much gratitude, again, to you, to HeartMath. You've made such a difference in my life. And I'll see you in March on that program. Mm. Thank you so much. Well, I
0: love you dearly. And Claudia has been part of our whole experience at HeartMath for many, many years, and now she's doing this wonderful work at IONS. We're all called to add heart together. So thank you, everyone, for participating in this Add Heart call. Next month's call will be Tuesday, March 16th at 11 a.m. Pacific time. Until then, take care. Thank you, Debbie.